We have gathered today to worship our God, and part of that is hearing of the Word. We begin this Advent season in the Gospel of Mark. It is the first Sunday of the new Christian year. And we hear Jesus speaking to his disciples. We are in the 13th chapter, the 24th verse through the 37th verse. Hear these words. In those days following that distress, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, men will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and great glory. And he will send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that it is near, right at the door. I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. No one knows about that day or the hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard. Be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and he puts his servants in charge, each with his assigned task, and tells one at the door to keep watch. Therefore, keep watch. You do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening or at midnight or when the rooster crows or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Ever equipping God as I speak, may you increase and I decrease. May the words you have given me for this message be seeds that Rest in our hearts that we might bear fruit for you here on earth. May I speak boldly and courageously that which you've given me to speak. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. Are you awake? If you're not awake after Meredith's song, something is wrong. God is moving upon us. We have had Thanksgiving season, and I want to know honestly, in all honestly, amidst the pandemic and all the stuff that's going on, the restrictions and things going on in our lives, how many of you have already put up your Christmas decoration? I would say the majority of you, and it's okay, have already put up your Christmas decoration in what? Anticipation of the Christ child coming. You know why? Because it's good, right? It feels good to have the manger set up to to see the baby Jesus who's been dropped and beat up and I mean played with and who knows how many times in our homes, but to see that baby laying in that manger, it, it feels good to us. And this year, 
Can we just say it? It's been a year, right? Whoever thought 2020 would be like this? But we couldn't wait. Some of my friends, they skipped Thanksgiving. They went straight to the tree and the manger and already have the gifts bought. And I, I was very patient one day this weekend. I, I sat at home and I did absolutely nothing. You know why? Because the girls were out Black Fridaying. You know what that means? They had great hope for the coming Christmas season. And they were out getting gifts for everyone so that we could all celebrate an anticipation of a big celebratory Christmas. We have great hope. But sometimes I'm afraid, sometimes I'm afraid we go to sleep. We don't pay attention. We kind of get lollygagged in our relationship with God and and we get commercialized in our Christmas celebration. In our Advent journey, we look more towards the, the decorations and the celebrations than we do to the relationship with our God and what God is doing. Can we visit for just a minute about what the scripture says? It says we're to stay awake and pay attention to the signs because there will be a day. There will be a day when the Son of Man will come riding on the clouds and will gather his elect. And I love the phrase they use, from the four winds, God will gather the elect. From all of the heavens and the earth, God will gather the elect. God will send the Son of Man against to, again to us and we will celebrate the coming of the Christ in all of Christ's fullness. Isn't that what we want to do? But yet something has happened along the year. Maybe we've got caught up in, in the pandemic. We were too focused on COVID-19 and all the things that it's costing us and the things that we're having to do and all the restrictions that are in place. Maybe we're caught up in learning how to homeschool and do those kind of things and all the adjustments and we've put Jesus on a back burner. The same way we do with Jesus after the Christmas season, we wrap him up in, his, in with our little manger scenes and we store him back in the attic or in the closet or wherever he goes and we put him on our back burner because you see, Jesus has already come. Jesus has already come, am I right? It's what we celebrate in the Advent season, the coming of the Christ. But Jesus has already come. He has already been born of Mary and laid in a manger And he grew to be a man of God and a witness of God. And for us as Christians, he became the Christ. He didn't put God on the back burner in his life. God became his sole purpose. Salvation of humanity became his sole purpose. He came, but what he became is what's important to us. How many of you say you believe in Jesus? I hope that's a unanimous vote. But how many of you are willing to take the journey to become like the Christ? That's what Advent's about. The text today talks about a time in the future when the Son of Man will come and God will collect his elect. It's one thing to know Jesus. It's another thing to become like the Christ. We call ourselves Christian. Do you know what that means? Of Christ. Those of Christ. We don't call ourselves Jesusans. We call ourselves Christians. Jesus was a man who walked the earth, who happened to become the Christ for humanity by God's divine design. Christ is the one who died for us and rose again to sit at the right hand of the Father and who will be coming again, the Son of Man, the Christ, the Messiah, will be coming again for us. And that's what we hope for. 
That's what we live for. That's why we decorate the sanctuary, because we believe in a God who, a God who keeps God's promises. A God who says to us, I am coming again to get you, and I want you to be where I am. I have gone to make a place for you. And if I go and make a place for you, I will come and take you there to be with me so that we may all be together. We believe in a God who makes promises and says to us, this season I want you to celebrate. But you cannot stop with just coming to know the Christ. You can't stop with just coming to know Jesus. Too many Christians say, I believe in Jesus. So do I. So do I, because Jesus came and he was born in the manger. But I want to know. I really want to know if we're willing to stay awake enough during this Christmas season to become like the Christ. What's taking the place of Jesus and worshiping the Christ in our lives? What's taking the place of becoming Christ-like in our lives? Paul tells us that when we accept Jesus as the Christ, the old is gone and the new has come. The old man has died and the new person is evolving. Folks, what's the question in Advent? Are we becoming that new person? Are we just settled on that Jesus came? And we want to put up a little nativity scene in memory and celebrate a birthday. But if we're no different than the last time we celebrated the birthday, we've forgotten that God wants us to stay awake. Because if we slumber... Church, if we slumber, especially during this time, if we slumber, we lose the opportunity to become like Christ. We lose the opportunity for God to work in us and present new presence in us and changing our hearts and our minds of who we are as people of God. We lose the opportunity to redefine who we are as a person of God. Jesus didn't come so that we can decorate our houses and give each other gifts every Christmas. Jesus came so that when he comes again in glory, as the Christ, as the Messiah who has come down from the right hand of God and rides upon the clouds and gathers the elect from the four winds, he has come so that he can see the change in your heart and your mind and say, yes, you belong. Scripture testifies that there will become times when people will say, Jesus, it's me. And Jesus will say, no, I don't know you. That's because we know Jesus and we haven't encountered the Christ. This season of Advent, it is filled with great hope. Great hope. We've been through a tremendous year. Anybody feel tired from this year? I mean, not only just the COVID, but the political election and all the racial tension that's in this world. I am so tired. Tired. But yet every day God says to me, stay awake. Get up. Breathe deep. You are mine and I want to show you something new today. And every day God leads us into those encounters with human beings who are also growing in Christ and they help us to grow. They help us to grow as individuals. How many of you have your Christmas shopping done? (laughs) I have mine done because I have a good daughter, (laughs) right? Hey, baby, I need to get your mama this, 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 and this. And she says, got it, Dad. I'm your number one elf. Wouldn't it be nice to have an elf in our spiritual journey? 
somebody to grab us and say, hey, God wants to give you this gift. Hey, pay attention, God's right here. We have that. We really do have that. And this Advent season, I'm going to ask you to do one thing while you, while you journey in hope. Let's focus on hope this whole Advent season. The hope of the coming Christ, as crazy as our world feels, God's still in control. God is still in control amidst all the chaos. Our God knows us. And our God sees our hearts and our minds. And here's what we have to remember. God sent us a gift. Not just in the baby Jesus. Not in the resurrected Christ. God gave to us the Holy Spirit. It's like, it's like my elf. I call her and, and she, she has suggestions for me on, on what gifts I need to buy. She, she knows the people in my life and, and she knows what they like. And we talk and, and, and it works out good. You know, God gave us the Holy Spirit like that to pay attention, to prompt us in those times when you see the leaves begin to bud on the trees. Did you notice he said that? What do you think when you see the leaves begin to bud on the trees? You think new life. A new season. You don't think about death, about that time of year when those leaves will fall to the ground. What you are hopeful for is that soon all the pretty will be back. All the fruit will come to be on the trees. And you're anxious about what the harvest will be from your fruit trees. Is not living as Christian the same way? It's why Jesus tells us to stay awake and see the signs. Because if we stay awake and we see the signs, we encounter the Holy Spirit. If we listen to the small promptings in our lives and we encounter the Holy Spirit, then God moves us and God grows us. Because there's not an experience in your life that God shows up that God doesn't want to change you. You may think you were sent to be the blessing, but most of the time you will be blessed beyond measure in your times that you represent God in whatever you do. I remember it was like yesterday. I walked into her house and she was on the shut-in list. And honestly, I kind of dreaded the visit. I re- honestly, I really did. Because I thought these things, I was a young preacher and I thought these things about shut-ins and, and people and, and I had a lot to learn. And I thought I was going to go to her house and offer a blessing and and share communion with her and and read the scripture over her and pray for her. But I want to tell you what happened. I knocked on the door and she says, come in. Now, this is a shut-in lady who lives by herself, and I'm a young pastor, and I'm thinking twice about going by myself. And she says, come in, and she's sitting in her recliner, and I go in, and we visit. Hi, how you doing? Blah, 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 blah. You want to take communion? Yeah, I would take communion. We do all the communion. We do all the churchy stuff we're supposed to do when we make a pastoral visit, right? And then it happened. See, what I didn't understand was she got the CD. You remember those old discs that we used to make of sermons before we all went virtual? And every week she would get a CD and she would listen to my sermons. And she said to me this. Barry, I love to hear you preach. And I was like, yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Yes, ma'am. She said, no, honestly, I listen to you every night before I go to bed. 
and I sleep well. And I went, great. (laughs) At least I got one thing. I can put you to sleep and you sleep well, right? And she said, no, Barry. And I kind of laughed when she said that. And she said, no, Barry, I want to tell you this. You put an assurance in my heart from God that gives me hope to get up the next morning. The word of God presented on a plastic disc through a machine presents hope to someone who can't get up and go to church. And that the presence is strong enough in that, that the Holy Spirit moves through those mechanics and gives her enough peace to rest at night, but yet even her in her aging days, hope to get up for tomorrow were the words she used for me. Hope to get up for tomorrow. How many of us live with that? We stay awake enough to see God's presence in our life that when we go to bed at night, we have hope to get up for for tomorrow. Too many of us sit down at the end of the night and we recount the day and we go, right? Could it have just at least gone like this? Why do we have to do? I'm so tired. Right? And God says, wait a minute. You were alive today. And we prompted you several times to encounter people. And I was present with you in those encounters. And I love you. And I want you to become more like the Christ. I sent my son to die for you so that you could be, go experience your salvation and grow in the spirit. Not just so you can say, I know Jesus. But so that you could become. Not, we're not waiting for Jesus to come. We're waiting to become like the Christ. Every week she would listen to those sermons. And every week she would go to sleep at night after she had listened with hope to get up for tomorrow. God was still working in her way into her later years in life. God was alive in her. And the encounter meant that when I went to be the blessing, I came away from there humbled and blessed. Humbled and blessed because I knew God could work not just through me on Sunday morning, but through a plastic dish, disc in a machine speaking into someone's home who sometimes had no hope. Because shut-ins get lonely and they want to see people and they want to engage in life and they think about the life they have lost. Folks, it's the Advent season and God wants nothing more for us than to pay attention to what's going on in our lives and to be hopeful. Hopeful that when that day comes, when he comes riding in on the clouds, that day comes when he begins to gather in the elect from the four winds, that we too will be among them. That we too will have our servants on watch. That, that we too, every sense about our body. I, I love the illusion or the illustration that Jesus uses when he says, it's like the master of the house going away. And he puts his servants out to watch. How many of you have security systems in your home? How many of you have cameras that watch everything that goes around your home? I have a friend, we hunt together, and he sees the deer that come in to eat at his feeder while he's sitting in his office. 
I mean, that's the technological world we're in. We're watching everything that goes on in our lives, right? I mean, we watch everything. Did you know I left for four days and I left the front door of my house unlocked on accident? And there's nobody watching it. And I came home and everything was okay. But what Jesus says to us is we need to be as attentive to our personal spiritual lives, to our relationship with God, as we are to securing our parameters around us. As we are to to focusing on what our hobbies are and, and making sure that we can see what's going on there. I mean, YouTube these days, you can watch anything. People video everything. What about our spiritual journey? We have a Christ who's coming. And do we stay alert enough? Do we stay alert enough to our own journey to know that God is near? To know that God is here? To know that Jesus has come, but we are becoming more like the Christ every day if we pay attention to the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives? I'm going to challenge you this Advent season. Every time you look at that, because you all have them in your homes, Every time you look at that tree, you ask yourself this question. Am I becoming like the Christ? Or am I just thankful that Jesus came? Live in hope. Share the joy. And become like Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you.